0: Sometimes the lessons in our scripture seem to speak to our present day in a way that makes it difficult to believe they were written long ago. Tonight's story strikes me as familiar. A wealthy man of privilege who takes advantage of the people for whom he is responsible. He benefits from his ability to skim some off the top. He is self-interested choosing to make himself comfortable. This very well could be, actually is, a modern story. Corporations and executives that keep profits and pay themselves exorbitantly while their employees struggle to make a living wage. The Me Too movement, prison labor, and the bail bond system, factory conditions, student loans, the many faces of racism, I'm sure that you can think of other examples. This sort of exhortation has repeated itself throughout history. When people have power and privilege, it can become tempting to do whatever it takes to maintain that power and privilege, even when it hurts other people. This week I've been preparing for a pilgrimage which 43 members of our church will take this weekend We'll visit the National Civil Rights Museum in Memphis and then attend the dedication of a memorial in Elaine, Arkansas to honor the Elaine, Arkansas Massacre. In planning this trip, I've learned a lot about sharecropping, a contemporary version of the dishonest manager. After slavery was abolished, the plantation owners turned to renting out plots of their land to poor farmers. The landowners would contract to pay tenants for the crops they would raise and turn to sell them at higher prices in the market. Sometimes a tenant's crop would be burned or destroyed and the tenant would go unpaid, a means of manipulating supply and demand. Tenants would be forced to borrow money from the landowner in order to buy food and other necessities, keeping them permanently indebted a new face that looked a lot like slavery. In the summer of 1919, just 100 years ago, tenant farmers, both black and white, all across the southern states, including Arkansas, made efforts to organize to demand a living wage. This summer was, is known as the Red Summer. In response to the organization, landowners and those who held power reacted out of fear that they would lose something, and killed hundreds of people across the US. The massacre in Elaine, Arkansas, was just one of these events. Over 200 African-American people were lynched over two days. I mention this history because sharecropping has a lot in common with the premise of our gospel parable. Even though the outcome in the end of the story may be different, The circumstances and social structures Jesus describes are not constructed from make-believe. Not in his day, not 100 years ago, not even today. When people hoard power, privilege, and resources, others suffer. Life itself is put at risk. The manager in the parable has a change of heart and of action. He is found out and once his dishonesty is uncovered and his own livelihood is at risk, he does what he can to recover a bit of his own security by attempting to repair his relationship with those he has taken advantage of. This sort of reparation has yet to happen in our own times in regards of the exploitation that has happened of people and their labor. God calls us to be good stewards of the gifts that we are given, of our resources, our power, and our privilege. It does not matter whether we have a lot or very little. The responsibility that is entrusted to us is the same. Jesus teaches, whoever is faithful in very little is faithful also in much. And whoever is dishonest in very little is dishonest in much. Be faithful and honest in all that you do. We cannot be deceitful and love God in the same breath. We cannot hold on to our sense of control, our power or privilege, and serve God at the same time. When we choose money or power over people, we separate ourselves from God. We can't change the events of the past the harm and violence that our ancestors enacted, but we can work to ensure that our legacy will be different. And when we act as humans are our want to do and put ourselves or money or power over other people, God calls us to confess, to repair the relationship, and to choose differently next time. God invites each of us to love through generosity and good stewardship. We are invited to choose people and love and God. Can we have some help with the prayers?